Pie in the Sky Media. This series contains adult language and descriptions of graphic violence throughout. Listener discretion is advised. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome back, Murder Chronicles Nation. With you as always, I'm Brandon. I produce the show with the great Carolyn Osorio. Hello, Carolyn. Hello, Brandon. Let's talk about dead cats. <laughs> let's, um, let's, let's downshift into animal cruelty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things jumped out of this one. A couple of things jumped out like a cat in the dark. A couple of things jumped out at me. Um, Oh my, like a cat in the dark. What <laughs> First up, of all, um... I gotta tell you something. Um, I am an unashamed cat person, okay? Mm. I grew up with dogs, one dog in particular. Dog died when I was 15. I cried about it for 10 years um, and swore I would never get an animal again because they mm. die too soon and it, and it ruins you, right? Mm. Um, but then I found this stray this stray cat and uh and she changed my life i swear to god she did and um and when she oh, died was it was her name her name was liberty her birthday was 9 11. uh and um and i had her she died in 2017. Mm-hmm. she was diabetic and i gave her insulin shots every day of her life and i was happy to do it and i'm telling you it, she was amazing she was there when i got married when i had kids like she loved my kids. We had other cats that came in and she kind of let them know what the hell was going on. Um, and she was just pure. She was loving with every single per everybody. She wasn't the normal stereotypical cat where aloof and will like fucking scratch you and stuff. She was just like super cool and about love and will like curl up on you and like dig in with like a nuzzle to the point where she's like drooling because she was like so into it. And she would like eat Doritos off my plate. Like I just let her do whatever she wanted because the first part of her life was so difficult. I just wanted her to know luxury and to, and to be happy. Um, and so she made me a cat person. At first I was like, I'm a one cat person. I don't, I think, I still think other cats are awful, but not anymore. And since we've had like three or four different cats as pets that have cycled through, you know, it had great lives. And, uh, and that's, that's who I am. I still love dogs, still love dogs. They're great. Uh, but I wouldn't want to disrupt my cat's lives by introducing a dog into the family now. So that's why we don't have one. But so this episode in particular uh, struck a nerve. Well, let me just say, I have three cats right now. Mm. And we would n- I would have never imagined myself having three cats. And there's a whole backstory as to why we have, I know, three. Huh? But I had a cat that had that info- that kind of impact as well. And his name, name was Duncan. And he mm. basically grew up with the the my oldest 22 and 19 they got Duncan and Duncan would follow us he was like a dog and yeah. he would literally follow us around the property you know as we're gardening and we're doing you know Duncan was always there he was always 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 there and just a special really special kind of cat right yeah and so Duncan died defending our property when he was like killed by raccoons and it was around the same time so i think that that's um 
one of the reasons too why this story had such an impact on me as I was reporting on it and kind of that summer and it just I just the the it's so hard to even describe the kind of mania that this case really brought out that summer and um and and I think that the way that Duncan was killed because I found him and he was killed by by a raccoon and it was like you would think that some a human being did it because what what they end up doing is yeah. like really creepy. Um, well, but it was little raccoon. human hands. Raccoons have little human hands. They can they do, do weird shit with them. Yeah, and yeah. they take different parts. That anyway, I just wish I would have yeah. never seen Duncan like that. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he he had a great life. He was ten. You know, and um, that's we a actually, short life. Yeah. Too short. Too short. Damn it. Yeah. No, so that's why I kind of wanted to focus on not not the the sadness of these animals being killed, but kind of human beings like uh, wanting to like believe that there was a serial killer out there in training. I mean, I, I yeah, can't even express to you really interesting points that you brought up here that 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 we'll get to. Um, I have to. I just have to admit right at, right off the bat, I was hoping that the cat Ollie had DNA under his claws and led to an arrest. I was so hoping that that happened because one of our, one of my wife's cats, uh, his name was Ollie Oliver. We named him after Oliver twist, the orphan, cause he was a rescue. Uh, and I was hoping that Ollie cracked the case. Poor I know. Bastard. I think that Damn everybody it. was. And, and that's that, that kind of human, you know, scraping even the nails, like, uh, you know, what is that? How do you pronounce that? Um, anthropomorph anthropomorphize Anthro- you- anthropomorphize yeah anthropomorphize it's like they were almost human because of the way that their murders were being treated and right. so it was like you did want that ollie fighting for his life and got that dna and right. and I, you know it would have been so solved, sad solved his own murder from beyond the grave like that would have been <laughs> fucking great are you kidding me <laughs> right <Gosh. laughs> oh man so um I wanted to smack you through the computer when you said nine days of over 90 degrees. Well, that's not hot. Are you out of your mind? Oh my gosh. Nine whole days. Oh, you poor baby. Gosh, it's insane. That's like, but, but then you said not everybody has AC. And and so that's, that's a different, we, 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 we take summer vacations up in Lake Arrowhead. It's a mountain community about an hour and a half out of LA and you're up at high elevation and so there's no AC up there because it's always so nice. But one summer we were there, it was about 95 degrees and it was fucking brutally hot with no AC. So I get it. At first I was was frustrated with well, you. Well, and then you add, like you, add that, you add that smoke to it. The smoke and the, you, you couldn't even see. And it just was like, I just feel like that, that's not the reason why people went crazy with this case, but I'm sure it didn't. You know, just kind of added to that feeling of like these headlines of like, oh, you know, I'm sure it did because people are frustrated. It's like the whole summer of Sam thing in New York. That was like a heat wave summer. You know, mm-hmm. everything just gets heightened and people's people are so quick to their short fuses and they're fucking lit and they're you're sweating and you're pissed off at everybody. And you know, everyone stinks and ah, the city smells. That yeah, was insane. Um, but so. So. How big of a city is Olympia in relation to Seattle? Because I know Olympia is the capital city, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a really big city. It's, um, I think, Tacoma is like second largest city, but Olympia is, and I'm sorry that I don't have my my stats, but I mean, it's a really mm -hmm. big city. Um, and so this, but it's, but it wasn't just, the headlines were reaching beyond it. Right. You know, like, I mean, when the New York Times has a piece on it, I mean, it's, and says that, that headline, I mean, you know, they're, you know, taking it pretty seriously. Yeah. And that, and the, the headlines, well, it's an interesting dynamic that we run into a lot, um, especially with my wife. I, I'm an animal lover. My wife is an animal lunatic animal lover. And we can watch like a television show where humans are being treated so poorly and crazy and being tortured or whatever. But then one thing with like a CGI animal that gets shot or something, she fucking freaks out. How dare they do that? Was that a real animal? Can they do that? Was this in a foreign country where they don't have the rules that we have and the animals are really dying? Like, and so, and one of your guests, one of the interview guests said it, with an animal, it's somehow worse because they're blameless, they're innocent, you know, and mm -hmm. they trust us, especially dogs and cats that are bred for thousands of years to, to cohabitate with humans and to trust us, you know, and to have, and to use that against them, uh, that just strikes a chord with, if it, if you're the type of person that that doesn't bother, that's a red flag for me. Yeah. You think yeah. you're the yeah, type definitely. of person that's holding out tuna and luring them away. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. If you're the type of person where, where a, a cinematic death of an animal doesn't bother you more than the cinematic death of a person. Right. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, like that. That's, well, it's that's just so unnecessary. Like, right. they're totally innocent. Like, why would you even go there? You know, but I mean, it's the same thing with children. But I, I think that she nailed it when she said that. It's like, yeah, yep. you know, it's completely innocent person, animal, and they're, they trust us and you betray that trust. It's the ultimate betrayal. Yeah. All right. So let's get into that summer. So it's 2018. Mm hmm. Um, what is what is mine? Oh, there it is. He said, when emotions go up, our ability to reason goes down. Okay. So we're in a heat wave. The fucking world is on fire, right? There's smoke, smoke everywhere. And you find like something out of like an animal version of fucking Apocalypse Now or the Heart of Darkness. It's like Heart of Darkness meets Dr. Moreau, yeah. where you have a cat's head like on a fucking pike. Okay. Like that's what started the hysteria, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it was the, the, the ramping up. And I think too, why it also struck a chord with me as well is because like, before I started doing a true crime podcast, I never really admitted that I was interested in true crime. It was kind of always something I kept. It, it wasn't like a secret or anything. It just kind of seemed like one of those things where it's like, you know, I really shouldn't be into this, but I am. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when this case came up, and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to talk to the FBI profiler. Oh my gosh, I want to, because I mean, I was already like, was getting the juices flowing, just trying to figure out like, is I was like everybody else, where it's like, is this evidence that this person he could be killing someone that, you know, imminently. So I think that it started slow in July and then all of a sudden more and more. And it was like every headline and then the, and then the reward kept going up. And then, you know, you know, in the news biz, it's always about following up with that story. Like what's the next layer to it you know you got this story okay let's talk to the 
the veterinarians that deal with this kind of thing, like animal cruelty. Let's talk, you know, whatever angle, every angle was being, you know, analyzed. And, and, and it was like, it just kept, it didn't stop. It kept going. Did you cover the angle as a reporter of, is this a serial killer in training? Are humans next? Like, did you contribute I, to that confirmation no. bias or that hysteria? No, no, because no, because at the time I was um, hosting the 5 a.m. and I was uh, doing um, anchoring. So I was not doing like front lines, shoving a microphone in someone's face for it. But I was definitely thinking, oh, I'd love to do a feature piece and, and speak with an FBI profiler and that kind of angle. Um, so so no, no, I wasn't doing that, but I could definitely see why people would. And, you know, obviously um, people were, and then you heard the interview, you know, you heard the people that their pets had died. So that brings that yeah. other extra level. And then you had the Facebook groups and people were going out and talking to them and they were like, we don't feel safe. You know, we've got to protect yeah. ourselves. We've got to protect our pets. And um, so for me, it's it's like, yeah, it's 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 not a fun topic to discuss in terms of the cats. It's it's why humans do what they do is always interesting to me. And so for that, you know, that part alone just was fascinating. We'll be back after a quick break. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so so this confirmation bias starts. Okay, people, mm-hmm. it gets reported somewhere. This, this, the, the, the triad of the dark triad. Super interesting, super, super interesting mm-hmm. about that, which we'll get to in a second. But you know, they're seeing one of the branches of the dark triad happening almost daily with these animal mutilations, right? And so that it kind of builds on itself and builds on itself, and then the reward money keeps going up, and so now people are, they think genuinely, genuinely in fear for their safety. Right, because there's this guy. The next logical step is a human. He's just practicing on these cats. Um, but then, right in the middle, you give us this a very sober voice. This woman who explains that unfortunate cat that got hit by a car, and the body of the cat was moved, and it was obviously, you know, blunt force trauma from a fucking car. But when the animal investigators get there, probably victims of that confirmation bias as well. They go. A human did this. Look at how everything's arranged. Well, no, it wasn't, right? Um, And so I doubt that there was as much coverage given when the medical examiner changed their story to accident as what was given when they they first reported that it was caused by a human. Well, yeah, and she said that's what was so impressive about her, the investigator, was that she's like, wait a second, let's, let's, let's stop here. And I actually, she was actually at the scene so she saw the whole thing take place. And that was the key to this is yeah. seeing and that when she said, hey, I think I think it was was hit by the car. And she's like, no, 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 no. You know, it was it's the cat killer. And and she's like, I love them. You know, I love these animal folks. Yeah. But, you know, they wanted to leave it. It was like the the Amanda Knox case where we covered the confirmation bias for whatever reason. Yep. A lot of people wanted to believe that she was this vixen, that she was this, you know, all those things that we talked about in that episode. Um, and and so here you kind of have the same kind of confirmation bias where we all wanted to believe that there was someone out there doing this, you know, right. including and, um, including the, the animal investigator people that show up the vet. They're like, this is it. Right. It's the cat killer. It's the cat killer. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, but then the weird thing, the weird thing is that there probably was a cat killer, some college student, right? Yeah. So someone yeah. got away with some of this shit and almost got if he, if he or she got caught, they would have been pinned with like fifteen cat homicides, or maybe they only did like two. I mean, two is still terrible, and fuck that person. But they probably yeah, like, would have been like not, you know, it's you know, like two and years, pitchforks coming after him. Yeah, it's like two years. It's like two years in prison per. I think that I read that somewhere that would have been wow. the penalty. So yeah, yeah I had I had a, a, a girl I knew in high school who did time for. Uh, something awful with an animal, like terrible. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, but like, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Like a buddy of mine sent me her mugshot. I went, oh, wow, that's cool. Who did that is like a joke. He goes, no, dude, this is her like, fucking booking photo. Like Google it. And I Google her name. I went, oh, God. Oh, it was just bad. But so um, so I got I to gotta bring up something here. Um, the 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 dog body that was found in the woods disgusting like something out of fucking predator right skinned uh and the explanation didn't make me feel any better oh right you feel a lot worse actually i know but you can imagine how that can you that imagine that headline going up i mean it looks ritualistic it looks fucking ritualistic skinned animal and she couldn't even bring herself to say it. She goes, it's just this creepy, and then stops, and then moves on to the next thought. She didn't finish the sentence. Um, but the fact that there was a, 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 a dog owner out there that was so into their pet, it's like, I'm going to keep his skin. Is what, like a rug? Like for what? I mean, make no, a pillow out of it? They, they put it around stuffing, I guess. So it's like becomes like a, I mean, I don't want to get too creepy, but it's like, you know, I mean. No, but for a taxidermist doesn't skin you. A taxidermist keeps like a lot of the, the structure, like the face and all of that, right? The, I, I pictured what the, what the what this woman was saying was just the skin, like you're going to go make a pair of, pair of chaps or something out of it, you know? I, I don't think so. I think that you it think was, it was a taxidermist. That's yeah, also she, weird. She said it. She said it. I okay. You know what? People love their pets it's like people who you know go around and they have like jewelry with their you know i mean who are we to say that's not the right thing to do and they want to be closer to their pets like we have duncan we have okay brandon's raising his hand Uh, we have a we have duncan in our yard with a tombstone that my daughter like you know made this beautiful great you know i mean (coughs) great that's that's normal you inter, you know, it's burying. You intern the beloved pet, ashes to ashes, back to the earth. Whatever our species been doing it for fucking two hundred thousand years, right? On our shelves in our library, we have it's like a fucking mausoleum of our animals that we've had cremated, and all these little cedar boxes. I don't like it. I really don't. That's not my thing. But my wife is like, that's where we say hi to them. Well, okay, that's a little weird for me, but okay, I get it. I think all of that is a far cry. <laughs> from taxidermy she and you know okay okay wait a second wait a second i'm gonna stop you for a second because here's the thing if your wife said brandon i need to have ollie with us and to see and i'm not joking i'm being serious i believe you. this is a person who does it and they do it 
And and you would be like, you no. love this person so much that you're going to put aside what you think. You wouldn't, you totally would. Absolutely not. 100% no. 100% no. But the thing would scare the shit out of me in the middle of the night, right? I would think it's a fucking real cat. It would like, I'd, I'd go to pet him. It's too much. It's weird. It's too, it's too creepy. It's way, way, way too creepy. No, hundred percent. No. One of my wife's best friends, cat died. She put the cat in the fucking freezer for like three months. Okay. Because she didn't know what to do with the cat. Her husband travels a lot for work. Okay. He comes home middle of the night, goes freezer to get something. And there's the cat in the freezer and he like panics. And I'm like, I don't believe, I don't blame the guy for being pissed off. It's, and I don't know if it's an emotional kind of crutch and, and forgive me anybody who thinks I'm being callous, but I, I think that's, you let go. You know what I mean? You let go. I don't think it's dignified to do to a trusted, a trusted family member, right? Someone like a pet that loved you unconditionally to it, the, the an, an undignified purgatory of taxidermy on your fucking side table in your living room. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm me. just saying, I think that, I just think that we, I, I don't want to like blanket say that people shouldn't want to do whatever they want to do. And that's kind of how I, I live my life. I wouldn't want that myself, but you know, other people might feel comforted by that, you know? So I just, they should get a therapist. Okay. Stop. <laughs> saying just saying it hurts to lose a pet i get it i get it it's part of life you know so do, and, you, and you, so, so do you still have liberty yeah yeah in a little box yeah a little cedar box and we uh had a clay thing of her paw you know a little paw print and and fired in clay yeah yeah She's great, Kate. She's a great animal, I'll tell you. She was great. And she knew she had a good she was on the streets, not not for long, but maybe four or five months. She was like an outdoor, like feral, like gotta live, you know, kill shit to survive cat. And so um you could leave every door in the house open and she would not go outside. Who gives doesn't matter. There could be a whole cat party going around. And she's like, I'm cool, I'm inside. I know what it's like out there. It sucks. Stay in here where it's warm, where the food is, right? Brandon's in here. I'm all good. Yeah. So um, she was great. She was really great. But so um, uh, I'm glad that I, I was, I was about to have a really a major question in the episode. Again, with the investigator, the very, uh, she really had her shit together, sobering kind of uh, statements, but she said that uh, she thought that a lot of these cat killer bodies uh, actually were accidents. And my first thought that came up was like, who, how does a cat's head accidentally end up on a, on a pike in someone's yard? But she circled back. She goes, that obviously there was a human being involved there. So um, we were actually left with some, with some questions about this, right? Where like mm -hmm. a, a really interesting expose of confirmation bias where people kind of get, get caught up in the frenzy of fear and of we're unsafe. Okay with some interesting environmental factors that kind of exacerbated what you were already feeling. Okay. Um, and then there were, the, you know, there were some legitimate cat murders by an assailant, a human assailant, but then most of them 
were attributed to either animal or accidental causes. Okay, so yeah. it's a it's a it's a really cool, really cool, interesting uh, kind of examination of the of the human condition on on, on several levels here in this episode. Um, what was your takeaway from it? Like, what, is the case still open? Did they have any leads on who the person might be or anything? Well, you know what? Then I don't know if you saw Don't F with Cats, but that was an amazing documentary where it was like, and that came out about a year afterwards. So it's like people were right to feel this way, even though, I mean, my feeling is I still think about it today in the sense of like, I remember what that was like and how it was crazy. And I was talking to my mom uh, this week and she's like, oh, what are you doing next? And I, I said, well, remember the, those cat killings? And she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. When it was all over the radio and she was like, go, I mean, she re- and it was in Olympia and the, and the killer, we thought he was, I mean, it was like right on the tip of her tongue. It wasn't like her and wow. I talked about it like probably ever, but it was like, that's how much it was in the news media. And so I think that, you know, anytime that you're kind of a part of something like that, um, you know, I, I kind of think about it still. So, um, and just thinking about confirmation bias, like how we need yeah. to like always think about that and the things that we do and how we go about our lives. And and are we trying to confirm what we already believe, which I think that we all do, but we can stop that by, um, you know, knowing that this exists and that human beings have this ability to want to confirm some belief system that we have, you know, and that needs to right. be challenged. Right. Well, what I, I I'm, what do you think about this? The, I think the title of this episode is misleading the dark triad. Mm-hmm. I, I I'd like to suggest a different title because um, I find the dark triad fascinating and I, I'm um, maybe might suggest that you dedicate an episode specifically to investigating the dark triad and really digging deep and 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 giving us giving give us like a three segment like three 20 minute segments on each of the three kind of things you know mm-hmm. with uh with, with with some examples from you know the profiles of serial killers i think that would be interesting yeah. i think you're absolutely right i and then that was another thing that really i love the fbi profiler when he was like the cat isn't the intended target it's mrs jones and i think that is what like wow right like they want to watch they want to hurt the person reaction to it and that's really so it's so psychological you know it's not just can i admit something uh i I thought that i i thought that i had zoned out and i had to go back and see if i missed who mrs jones was (laughs) yeah i know that's a great song um so let's do that so let's come up with a new title for this and i'll change it before it drops what do you think the title should be yeah well it first was hysteria there you go that's what it'll be that's what we'll call it okay yeah uh hysterical no hysteria h-i-s-s boom I'm an oh idea guy. My That's God. How it <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, look, um, again, I, I enjoyed this episode um for the psychological factors and uh and and it opens up a new um a new interest for me into the dark triad. 
Okay. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get again, it's it's not about the cats. It's about what's going on up here. Yeah. Why? Of course. You know. So I hope that people weren't offended by the cats because I love cats. I've got three of them. I don't. No, I do too. I currently have two. Um, and if I wasn't offended, and like I said, I'm a, I'm a t cat person to the core, and uh, I was not offended by it. So. Um, I think that uh, I'm a pretty good barometer for uh, for cat outrage, and I felt I felt none. Um, I just felt <laughs> sadness and remorse uh, for uh, for the unfortunate uh, animals who died. That's all, yeah. because they are better than us. Our, our our animals generally, you know, are more honest than we are, and uh, more predictable, and uh, more loyal. So I wish I were more like my cats. But there you go. Can I tell you? Yeah, can I tell you? So great job. Thank you. Um, what are we looking forward to next week? Can you tell us? So, yes, next week we have a case involving a woman whose mother was murdered. Her husband became the suspect and was convicted of the crime and the lengths that she would go to to get him free. It's absolutely wow. like crazy. Well, I look forward to it. Um, and again, uh, loyal listeners, uh, please consider supporting the companies that support our show. They make it possible for us to keep doing what we're doing. And um, Carolyn, anything to add? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. We look to, uh, hope to catch up with you guys next week. Take care. Bye. The Murder Chronicles is a pie-in-the-sky production recorded live in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. We are produced by Brandon Morgan and myself, music by Soundstripe. For Pie in the Sky Media, I'm Carolyn Osorio, your writer and host. Thanks for listening. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.